Welcome to another episode of Withers Without You. <laughs> I'm Tim, and with me are the best people on the planet, Anonymous Alex and Jenna. How are you both? Better now. Yeah. <laughs> Better now. Yeah. yeah. Better now because of my kick-ass title? Yes. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. All right. That's why. I'm glad I finally settled on a name for this podcast. <laughs> So we read another Saddle Club book this week. This one was called Horse Show. This is number eight. Yeah. Not not S Club 7. We're S Club 8 now. Damn it. No, no. you don't. No, you've lost the right. Oh, I'm using it. No. Oh, it's coming it's back. It's done. Don't, no, it's never it's over. Done. It's over, Tim. <laughs> so this is what happens in book number eight, Horse Show. Max is going to see Dorothy DeSoto in the American Horse Show at Madison Square Gardens in New York. The Saddle Club starts scheming on how to go as well. Max, aware that they will scheme until they get their way, has already planned for them to go. Once they get there, Dorothy has set up an opportunity for them to ride in Central Park. Jeremy Jason McCall, I mean famous actor Sky Ransom, (laughs) is there filming a movie, City Cowboy. The Saddle Club has to save a writer who obviously doesn't know what they're doing. It's the aforementioned Sky Ransom. He lied about being a good writer to get this role. It's okay, though. The Saddle Club will teach him. They decide to take him to the horse show. It's then that a woman in red flares her neck frills and spooks topside, which Dorothy DeSoto is riding. Dorothy DeSoto is then million-dollar babied. She can never compete again. Sky is freaked out and wants to quit. The Saddle Club and Dorothy talk him into getting back in the saddle. The Saddle Club are on set to help Sky, and even have to stealthily swap topside into the shot to defeat Sky's spiteful sabotaging co-star. Max decides to stay in New York to finalize the purchase of Topside, while the girls try and decide who will ride the horse first. Tim, do you remember how Million Dollar Baby dot or ends? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Okay. She got, she got injured in a fall, so I figured that counted. Does she get I mean, better? N- no. Does she die? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, but we don't know that Miss DeSoto didn't die yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet. <laughs> oh my God, I love. I love every second of their description of her. Like, she'll never compete again. I'm like, but why? (laughs) Yeah, like, you know that accidents happen all the fucking time. Yeah, whether her back has a compression fracture or not, or sorry, her neck, hers is in her neck. That is pretty serious. But still, it does heal. And people who don't have those fractures fall off of horses and die. 
or are. I just, I was so, so entertained by that. And if you're eventually going to be willing to ride at home, why wouldn't you be willing to yeah. ride in competition? Right. That was the part that got I me. I can still like, ride for pleasure. Fuck off. Like, because you're not jumping in the pleasure ride? Is that the difference? Are no, you less likely you can to go still airborne? jump at home. Yeah, I don't nope. know. I thought that was weird. Uh, if you couldn't, horses spook all the time. They're prey animals. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where you are. Also, who is this woman in red? Carmen Sandiego. I had no other headcanon, oh. and I will not accept anything else. Uh, that's that's, so that's really good. I um, yeah. my, yeah, it's better than mine too. Oh no! But I want to hear them. <sighs> mine was the actual Princess Diana. Oh, okay. They kept oh. Making, like, yeah, they kept making like hints that it was Princess Di, and then Stevie kept signing stuff for Princess Di, and I was like, "That's who it was." Oh, but she That's wouldn't have spooked a horse. That's what I thought too. I thought it was Val Grant. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah. Because she would spook a horse. She would mm-hmm. absolutely spook a horse. Oh, that's great. Fucking Maybe cross Val Grant is Carmen San Diego. <gasps> oh. Well No. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah, the problem there is we do know where in the world Val Grant is. <laughs> <laughs> Not at this time, though. Maybe it was Val Grant's mother and the girl who was writing was Val Grant. Oh. The timeline. The timeline. You're right. The timeline. <laughs> now it all adds up. Oh, shit. And, no, it's a little too early for Jeremy Jason McCole. We can't tie him in yet. Yeah. That's all I could imagine. Was like it's like Saddle Club couldn't get the rights for Jeremy Jason McCall, so they had to they had to call him Sky Ransom. <laughs> Saddle Club written oh my God. six yeah. years before Animorphs yeah. came out. What are they both Scholastic properties too? But somehow probably they yeah they, yeah they somehow the, it's Scholastic was like hey we don't have the rights to our own material anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think there's anybody listening to this podcast that doesn't know who Jeremy Jason McCall is? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Okay, he was a famous kid in uh, Animorphs. Yeah. Who is based on Jonathan Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Right. Yeah, there we go. Mm, JTT. So I just, yeah, I just worked my way down until I got to (laughs) JTT was Sky Ransom. This was before JTT's time, too, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't poke holes in your head cannon, Alex. I don't know why you're sitting here doing it to me. <laughs> the story goes where it wants to. The story goes all over the place or whatever they say. Yeah. <laughs> Who would it have been, though? I don't know. Who was it? Kirk Cameron? Probably. Sadly. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Who else was big then? I don't even remember. And a teenager? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, they said it was specifically not Tom Cruise because he's too old. Jesse James Richter. I don't know if one of those is his real name and one of those is his character name and I'm conglomerating. It's the kid from Free Willy. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. Free Willy. The only movie I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Jurassic you know, Park. You know what me and Jenna saw this week? It wasn't a movie. 
We went and saw Hades Town. Hell yeah. And Hades Town was amazing. If you haven't been to see Hades Town, you should go see Hades Town because it was great. It's incredible. It's true. Yeah. It's so good. We went because Alex said it was her favorite. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's why I went. I guess I shouldn't speak for Jenna. I don't know why Jenna went. <laughs> you don't talk for me. No, I <laughs> I also enjoy it very much. I've been listening to the music since, I don't know, for years, for a few years. Since I was Jeremy Jason McColl. That's right. Not since you were his age, since you were Jeremy Jason McColl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, not many people know that that's actually who I was in a former timeline. Jenna Jason McCall. Well, I mean, I, I am named after Jennifer Jason Lee, so. So why isn't your middle name Jason then? Because my middle name is Nicole, which was a compromise for not naming me Nikki after Nikki Six. Okay, no. All right, I'm I'm gonna rewrite my Jenna headcanon right now. Uh, you were named Nicole after Nikki Six. I. I was named Nicole after Nikki yeah, Six. We're gonna take out the whole bit about compromise, though. We're just gonna, we're just gonna straightforward. Okay. So your yeah. your head yeah. was just to remove yeah. the portion that didn't have anything to do with yeah. the whole yeah. Nicole thing. You're just like, yeah. hey, that first part where you want it to be this name, I'm rewriting my head cannon there. Yeah, I, I feel it's like the it, weirdest it's part like, to edit, but I dig it. It 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 makes the story a little wordy. I think we're just gonna we're just gonna file that down. I'm gonna edit that. Those are my notes. Those okay. Are my notes. Tim's all about that streamline H1. Yeah. That's easily readable. <laughs> Definitely. Jennifer if that's your what? Nicole McCall. Jennifer Nicole McCall. I like it. Yeah. My new headcanon is that um, Sky Ransom is Jason Bateman. Oh, that's oh. a good one. Jason Bateman's a good one. Mm-hmm. I need his awkwardness. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for that. I dig that quite a lot. So what is the plot of Million Dollar Baby? I'll give you the part that relates to this, right? There's Hillary Swank and Hillary Swank is a boxer. and That Hillary relates Swank to this. In a boxing match. <laughs> And Hillary Swank gets knocked down, but Hillary Swank's corner person puts the little wooden stool in the ring, like right as the bell rings. And Clint Eastwood's all like, "No, don't do it yet!" And she falls and hits her neck, mm-hmm. uh, and really messes herself up on that. Stool. It severs spinal cord, right? Yeah. So you can. They couldn't put the stool in the ring yet because they weren't done with the action and there was still the threat that she might fall. Mm -hmm. And then she did. And then she did. Mm -hmm. She fell on the stool. Got it. Hillary Swank of Karate Kid fame. Okay. And P.S. I love you. Those sound like movies. Okay. All right. (laughs) I was I was trying so hard. (laughs) She was the Karate Kid after Ralph Macchio. Okay. Wasn't she? I vaguely know the Karate Kid. Like, again, it's one of those, the... How do you vaguely know the Karate Kid? Because people talk about it all the time. I've literally sat on a call with people talking about the plot of the Karate Kid. Tim, you might have been one of them for like an hour. Yeah. And so I know about the Karate Kid, but have I seen the Karate Kid? No. I absolutely love 
the show Cobra Kai. Yeah. Yeah. That was what you were talking about. Yes. It is ridiculous in every wonderful way. Okay. And I feel like you should watch The Karate Kid and get on board. Get on the Cobra Kai train. I'll try. Oh, that's a lie. (laughs) Uh, I will try. I will try so hard. I watched Die Hard, Tim. I'm getting there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Did you enjoy Die Hard? Not really. I don't understand. (laughs) It's literally one of the finest pieces of cinema ever made. When's the last time you watched it? Uh, I watched it. Oh, that Tim watched it? Well, no, within the past 12 months, we'll say. Oh, okay. and you still think that? Oh, yeah, yeah. That movie's never not going to be great to me. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I, I love it, but like for nostalgia reasons. Maybe, maybe that I'm sure that has something to do with it. That colors so many of my movie choices. It does. It really does. You'll be <laughs> yeah. like, this is so fucking amazing. And I'm like... Yeah. Are you yeah. watching the same movie? <laughs> like, I, some of these movies, I will admit, are objectively bad, and I just cannot see it. Yeah. Uh, but there was this 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 window of time when John McTiernan was making what I would call the perfect movies. Before he got into trouble. Okay. Then went away. Die Hard being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> no, there are a ton of movies from the 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 80s and 90s that I know. I just know in my heart, these are bad movies. Like, I bet you Remo Williams. Remo Williams is probably not a great movie. Mm. But you know what? Mm. For me, it will always be a great movie. Yeah. And Buckaroo Banzai, like, it's not good. No, it can't be. It's not. It cannot be good. Yeah. It's not. But Mm -hmm. I can't not watch it when it's on. Alex Alex. is like, yes, these are movies. (laughs) I'm not sure they are. I I don't know which ones these are, but I believe it. (laughs) So uh, there has to be a movie, Alex, that you're just like, this is a bad movie, but I love it. Yeah. She's like, it's called Free Willy. (laughs) Is Free Willy a bad movie? That's, no. Oh, I was going to say, I've, I've never seen Free Willy. So I don't <gasps> what? Know. Yeah. yeah I just, oh, Damn. my God. We were going to watch Twilight, but now we're going to watch Free <laughs> Willy. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> oh, I cannot watch. believe this. Yeah, I don't know. There are a lot of there are a lot of movies that, that seem to escape me. Like, for as much fun as I make fun of Alex, just because it's fun to make fun of Alex, there's a lot of, like, movies that, like, legitimately everybody in the world has seen. And I just somehow missed it. Like Frozen's the other one. I never saw Frozen. You, you don't like to see Frozen. Good. I mean, yeah, I it enjoy like it, but you don't. Ninety percent of the human population has seen this movie. It seems, mm-hmm. and somehow it just skated right on by me. That's fine. Yeah, there's. It's no big loss. But Free Willy, Tim, just let it go. Prime. <laughs> just let it go, Tim. It won't hold you back anymore. Free Willy. I'm so fucking. Yeah, but there's there's got to be a movie that you're just like, this is a bad movie. I mean, I've seen The Room, which is like the infamous <laughs> oh, bad that's movie, a terrible movie that yeah. doesn't even rank. Yeah, so I I don't. I, I we may have had this conversation. I do not understand the attraction to this movie. No, this movie is 
100% unwatchable. I can't make it through it, even for fun purposes. I yeah. cannot make it through this movie. I That's don't fair. understand the attraction. You DNF that movie every time, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. I I have watched it. It was not good. It was much more fun to watch the like mockumentary movie about yeah. making it. Yeah. But I've I've thought of the answer to your question, Tim. It yeah. is the Spice World movie. Oh, uh, that movie is fucking great. Are you kidding yeah, me? It's that amazing. movie? No, come on. I feel yeah. like it's, 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 I feel it's like probably it's bad. bad. Yeah, it's no, probably bad. No, I think bad. that counts. Yeah, yeah. But, that's, that's but it hurts not... my heart to think of it as being a bad movie. They jump a double-decker bus over a bridge. I know. <laughs> I love I that that's movie. A, that's a great example. Uh I, I haven't seen it since college. Casey and I found it in a like a used like book CD store. Somebody had the DVD for like five dollars, and I was like, "Casey, oh. I'm getting this." And we watched <laughs> it, and we were like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> what was yours, Jenna? What's your what's your your objectively bad like heart movie? I don't know. I watch a lot of shitty stuff. Uh, actually, there's another one coming up that me and Alex have to watch. What? Dinosaur Dracula. I think we oh, saw God. an advertisement for. What? I need it. Wasn't that the one I, I tagged you in on Facebook? Might Is have it? been. Yeah, I don't Is that like the the spiritual successor to the Velocipastor? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I, I haven't seen it, and I never will because we won't watch Velocipastor? it on Velocipastor's fantastic. Is it? I've never seen it. Yeah, it's so much fun. I've got a movie uh, that like I've never seen that it's always shocking to people that have never seen. What's that? Inception. I've never seen Inception either. That's not shocking though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't skip Christopher Nolan movies. I didn't skip it. To be fair, I didn't skip it. I have tried to watch it many times. I just have never succeeded. Don't worry about it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Christopher Nolan makes such good movies. I've seen Batman. Both doing yourself a disservice. Was he Batman? Yes. Yeah, he was Batman. Sure. (laughs) I'm sure I've seen one Christopher Nolan movie, probably. I'm not certain. I'm not certain. <laughs> yeah, I'm not certain. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what part in the. said film Christopher Nolan would have done? What What was his job in in film? In in film, what was his job, Alex? Christopher Nolan, like, what does yeah. he do for movies? Yeah, does <laughs> makes them. Okay, all right. I was just making sure that you didn't think that like he was an actor in it or something. Oh no! <laughs> okay, but suddenly I'm like, do I know the difference between was, like producer and executive producer? And like, is it this was a joke? Purely I'd... the way that you ask, was he Batman? <laughs> I knew he wasn't Batman. Himself. Okay. I just I started panicking that I didn't know enough about the production of film, and I didn't know what to do. I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. <laughs> We've had the conversation about how much I love Tenant. But if I were to yeah. give you the five minute summary of Tenant, like it's fucking dumb. <laughs> it's just stupid. 
I still haven't seen that. Oh, it's so good. Such a good movie. I'd tell you the five minute summary of Free Willy was dumb, but it's not. It's a great fucking movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a heartfelt classic. It is. Trying to think of some other ones that I might have might have missed that I shouldn't have. Actually, I we they come up every now and then on here. Uh the other one's the Emperor's New Groove that we talked about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's that love that movie. I feel like I should have seen that one by now. Yeah. Uh there's one coming out that looks amazing. What? R- Renfield? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Mhm. Oh. And I, I feel like this, this would is be the your most jam my jam, too, Alex. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I sent you the the preview, the trailer. Did you send it, to Alex? Did you? Yeah. Hey, it's what the one was where it about? Nick Cage it's the one. Is Dracula. Yeah. Yes. And yes, and Nick did. Holt and I want is Renfield. Yes. Yes. I want to see that very badly. Yeah. Oh yes. Sorry. Apparently, I did not internalize the name. I just was <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I like those guys. There's so much blood in his eyes. So much. It went right directly into his eyeball. Oh, so and he didn't even and he like barely, flinch. Yeah. What what a what a true actor. Yeah. I have seen the movie where Nicholas Holt Great is man. uh zombie dating. Yeah. Warm yeah. bodies. Warm bodies, there we go. Love that. I think I watched about ten minutes of that movie. Yeah. That one wasn't what for happened? me. What? Yeah, no, I, you I, I shut up. To do something else. No. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I can. Yeah. I, yeah. I I get you there. Yeah. I also bought a copy of Black Friday. Oh really? Like, I really want to watch. It's a Bruce Campbell movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I I need to watch this. I haven't sat down to watch it yet though. Soon. I like how we read a book that it was about people making a movie, <laughs> and then we're just like, let's just talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this book. <laughs> I didn't hate this book. Yeah, I kind of like this book. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. I hated what happened to Dorothy. Yeah. Yeah, that's I hated that it happened for such a stupid reason, too. Yeah. That that they didn't ever talk about again in the book. Yeah. I was like, did that lady get arrested? I feel like she should have gotten arrested. Or mobbed or something. (laughs) Mobbed. Yeah, I don't know. That was that was just super weird. Like it was so clearly just to have like they were they knew she needed to be paralyzed. They had no idea or like yeah. not paralyzed, but like spine injury. They're like, okay, we need to make this happen. How do we do this? <laughs> How do we further the children's narrative by injuring this adult? And like I I get as, like, a horse person, I get the whole, like, he's a very good horse. Like, send him to the riding school where the children can enjoy him. As a new parent coming to a riding school, hey, is that the horse that was involved in National Horse Show Incident where he took yeah. a rider out permanently? Yeah. Maybe I don't want my kids on that horse. Can you just answer every question that exact way from now on? As a horse person. As a person who's half horse, half person. As a centaur. <laughs> as, as a centaur. <laughs> I have opinions. <laughs> that is how I'm going to answer stuff from now on. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right. So, this 
all was centered around them going to a horse show. This horse show was at Madison Square Gardens, which we assume is a made-up horse show. Or at least I did. I did, too. Why don't you tell me about horse shows? I was wrong. It's oh, not made oh, up. <laughs> it's So this was a real thing. This was a, a real thing-ish, I believe, called the National Horse Show is what they were saying it was. Um, this I think in the book they called it the American Horse Show. They did. They yeah. Did. So this... I looked it up because I was like, this is fake. But um, and, then, and then I thought, uh, Tim and I went on a journey just before this call where I said, I think this is <laughs> fake. I'm like, but they do a big show in New York and in, in Central Park. And then Tim's like, that's not Madison Square Garden. I'm like, well, I think they're just like making place comparisons. And then I looked it up and they, they weren't. They actually did have a show in Madison Square Garden. And it's this national horse show. It was founded in 1883. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, by a bunch of weird sportsmen as they called them. Uh, and then in 1909, the president of that show invited the British cavalry officers, but so it became the international horse show at that point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. In 1915, they had the first woman to ride astride the horse instead of side saddle. So making Ooh. big moves. Yes. Yeah. Scandalous. Yeah. So uh, th- it was in 1926 that it moved into Madison square garden and it was there for like 40 years and uh, they even in 1942 had an abbreviated version of the show. That's how important it was. That they're like, yeah, World War II's going on. We're still going to fucking have horses here. Fuck it. Uh, and then, uh, let's see. When did they finally move it out? Uh, 1996, it returned. Okay, so when did it move out there? There's a fucking time skip here, and I lost it. 1989, it moved out. 1996, it moved back. 2002, it moved to Florida for no fucking reason. 2010, because it got old. Got old, I guess. That's what you do. You move from New York to Florida when you get old. Exactly. But then in 2008, it moved back until 2011 when it went to Kentucky. So, like, who knows anymore? Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird move. It's This whole thing was a weird move. I also didn't realize that you could take, like, a horse show that was, like, that big and, like, that, like entrenched into history and be like, hey, by the way, we're just going to quick move this across country, NBD. <laughs> Like, imagine the meetings. Who are these people? So it's still the National Horse Show, and it's in Kentucky now. Uh, yes. Uh, the hundred twenty eighth National Horse Show is held in the All Tech Arena at the Kentucky Horse Park, which which is where Rolex is. That's it's not Rolex anymore. It's Land Rover Kentucky. But I've been there. Is what I, what I was going to go with that. I've been to that arena. I had no fucking idea. Awesome. I don't know. So what, and do you, what do you do at the horse shows? You just do like dressage events? At this one? Yeah. Uh, at this one, it seems like it's a, it's a mix of everything. So especially if there was also like side saddle. But if it started from like sportsman stuff, it's it's talking more about like English riding, uh, jumping, hunters, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm sure at some point there is dressage in here. It really seems like it's a mishmash of, of a bunch of different things. Um, but if they went down to Florida, which they did, it's still jumpers. There's just fucking no way it's not. Let's see. Hunter's equitation show jumpers. So yeah, uh, equitation would just be you're running around trying to look pretty. It's the, it's the class where if you're skinny and have expensive clothes, you win. So equitation is my life. Yes. Okay. Noted. Noted. You have to have the fanciest coats. <laughs> the fancy shoulders. 
and you must be <laughs> so skinny and so pretty. Oh, oh way for thin. Yeah, I didn't. Way for thin. Didn't make the cut. <laughs> it's okay. There's there's hunters and show jumpers to fall back on. Well, what about horse news? All right, I'm going to give you a choice. Uh oh. I want the good news, not the bad one. They're both good news. <laughs> one's like, good news, like, cool, Alex. That's very neat. And one's like, ha ha, I love that shit, Alex. Like, which one do you want? I think the second one. The second I mean, clearly, one? yeah. Yeah. All right. In New South Wales, Australia, there was a tiny horse spotted going through a drive through <laughs> And when the driver was questioned, why do you have a tiny horse hanging out the back of your car? It's because he likes the McDonald's ice cream. So his owner was driving him to go eat an ice cream cone at McDonald's. (laughs) Oh, my God. The horse's name is Rocco, and he loves ice cream. I love hearing about his modern life. (laughs) Me too. That (sighs) makes me so happy. I hope his... I hope he... Only experiences working ice cream machines. I hope so, too. Yeah. But but it is still McDonald's. It is still McDonald's. Dude, wait, but they're, like, upside down over there, so, like, maybe it's always working. Yeah, maybe that's it. Oh, I thought we were doing a DQ thing, but, yeah, that makes that makes more sense. For, for every working ice cream machine down there is a broken one up here. Yeah. That's how the universe stays in balance. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys been following so, that whole patent thing? Sorry, no. no. Oh. Enlighten me. Okay. Uh, so apparently, like, part of the reason that the ice cream machines are always down is because there's a patented part in there that can only be fixed by the company that McDonald's rents the ice cream machines from. And so they are designed that they hit a stressor point and break so that the machines would be serviced at all different points in time. <laughs> right. Hunts. And then the company yeah. hasn't been like staffing enough to serve those machines. So McDonald's is in like this huge legal battle right now with who they're renting the the ice cream machines from because they're like, hey, these fucking things need to work and you need to send out texts when they break, not like weeks later. Yeah. I hope they win this battle. I don't root for corporations often, but I hope they win this battle. But also like buy different companies' machines, like buy them. Yeah, go, go and buy some machines. That way, like, yeah. you can fix it anytime you need to. I think that was part of the contract was that, like, they couldn't, like, they had an exclusive. Oh, those motherfuckers thing. got them in. They yeah. sunk their hooks in so deep. So I went to Milwaukee recently. Oh, and while you? driving around, uh, we passed a Dairy Queen. And this Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen was closed for the season. What? And that, yeah, that blew my mind. I was like, what? They close for the winter? The Dairy Queens migrate from Wisconsin? Are, are you kidding me? No, this was real. This was a real thing. There's there's some what? that don't close, but they do. The, all of them, minimum, reduce their hours. They don't stay open anywhere near as late if they oh don't. Oh my God. Wild, right? How, how are you supposed. Right? How are you supposed to get a blizzard at fucking 10 p.m. when you I have a craving? I, I think <gasps> they no. assume that when you owe, owe temperature, like like you've spent more temperature than you had, that people won't uh, want ice cream. No, because then the ice cream is the warm treat. Right? Oh. Yeah. I, I, huh. Soft serve ice cream is always Owen. There's never a bad time for soft serve ice cream. 
Right. I've never tried eating soft serve ice cream when it was the warmer thing than the outside. (laughs) (laughs) Because your Dairy Queen's close. Yeah. Yeah. Look what they're depriving me of. I don't know what this is like. Rude. It blew my mind to see that. I don't know why. It it just, it's like, what a weird thought. I just can't imagine. Then again, we do live in the butthole of the universe where it's hot all the time. They, right they close in the, the taint. Um, <laughs> they they close uh, the drive up like dog and suds once too, or you drive up and order food at the speakers. They close all those too for the winter. Uh, you said dog and suds, and I did think pet groomers. I did too. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've, okay, I've never I've never been there. Uh, I always thought it was a dog grooming thing too, but apparently it's a hot dog place. Okay. Yeah. That's the dog's part, I think. Yeah. And then the suds, I think, is the soda is what they're trying to say. The, the If your the soda coke, is sudsy, uh, then oh, oh yeah. you have a problem. <laughs> no, it's okay, Alex. I say soda. Thank God. <laughs> I started panicking and throwing out all the words I knew. <laughs> soda. Pop. Coke. <laughs> that is like, southern. That's which very one? southern of you. Is to say Coke. Yeah. That's what coke. I was trying to get to. Yep. No, I say soda. Okay, good. Yeah, Coke is the all-inclusive term for any carbonated beverage. Anything. Mm -hmm. If you want to be really annoying and vague and um, confusing. Yeah, that's right. I'm from here and I said it. (laughs) Come at me. I'm just delighted at the idea of ordering a Sprite Coke. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. People do that. I love that for them. Mm-hmm. What kind of Coke do you want? A Sprite? Yeah. <sighs> or hand me my Coke and it'll be a bottle of Sprite. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's time for a horse quiz. See, I'm really upset that you did not actually ask for the horse term that wasn't a horse term that you okay. said you were going to yeah. ask for. I sent, that, I sent that as a goof, but uh, Alex oh. said the same thing. said that I should have... I should have stuck with the word was mollycoddle, and I have never heard that word. Before How have in my you? Life. That's because you've been mollycoddled. <laughs> That's what I assumed. I was like, "Is this just a long way of saying coddled?" Because you could just say coddled. Yeah, pretty but, much. Yeah, but it's a little bit. It's like it's like a little more stingy. A little more stingy. A little, a little more. Hmm. A little more. You weren't just heart. coddled. You were mollycoddled. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Sorry, Tim, you reminded me of this. I was watching a cake making video on TikTok today and it's this guy that was, he like makes the cake and tells you the story about like the customer that ordered it and like what shitty thing they do. And halfway through the video talking about like what this motherfucker had done, he just goes, bless your heart. And I was like, (gasps) and I was like, I know what that means now. (laughs) You jumped up and started going, oh, I did. I did. Nice. I, uh, I. I did hear it in conversation yesterday. Um, one guy was talking about how there was a microwave in front of us, and he said it smelled like he was back in a fraternity house. So I feel like I'm back at Gadsden, Alabama. And I was like, whoa. I was like, are you an Alabama fan or an Auburn fan? And he looked at me, he's like, Auburn fans, bless their hearts. Uh, he's like, no, I was raised better than that. I'm an Alabama fan. And I was like, this is. 
the most southern conversation you can it have with truly, a person is finding out whether or not they're um, Auburn or Alabama. Bless their hearts. Poor feller. Molly coddled. Okay. Yeah. All right. So tell me, tell me about a horse quiz. Let's. I can do that if you're ready. I'm trying to remember how to pronounce all these words because I wrote it down and it looks like gibberish to me. I'm gonna. All right. This horse was the famous mare that belonged to interwar Poland's leader, Marshal Josef Pilsudski. Pilsudski. What? He he started the hot the dog and suds. He started the dog and suds. Yeah. It was originally the dog and sudski. Was the mare dog? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. That would have been a great story for their joint operation that they opened. <laughs> this is dog. I am su- this is not a Polish accent, but you get my drift. <laughs> this is business partner. This is business partner, dog. Dog is horse. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I, I'm going to need another probably 50 clues and a Google after yeah, that probably. start. But... This horse's name is the Polish word for chestnut and was, was named this chest- because of her color. Okay. Polish word for chestnut. No. Man, if we had phone a friend, I'd text Paulina right now. Oh, no. I mean, technically, I guess you could when we go to Google instead. You could just text. That would take forever. Like, like we'll, we'll give you, like, a phone a friend second. And then, Tim, I, if you I, just want to text someone randomly and yeah. see what happens, I have, whoever you think will answer fastest. <laughs> Did you say Paulina? Yeah, Paulina. Okay, I, I live in this world where Paulina just happens to be an expert in the different linguistic versions of the word chestnut she is my oh. polish sister-in-law okay yeah no i that's that's much i have never less, texted her before that is much less uh off the rails as someone who just knows the different ways to say chestnut yeah throughout this land yeah so i'm gonna go with that one i wish she was an expert in horses but she's not this would be the first time i text her though so like i feel like that could this could really be a turning point in our relationship. <laughs> okay, Polish word for chestnut. Mm-hmm. Nope. Gonna need another clue. Yeah, not a, Alrighty. This mare was foaled at Ludwig Popiel's Little Heron's estate in around 1909 or 1910 and reared at his Great Heron's estate in Miechow County, Krakow Province. Again, I say, if I am pronouncing anything wrong and you are offended by that, please tell me the correct way to do it because I want to pronounce it correctly. How many herons did this man have and why were they different sizes? At least two. Um, and one was little and one was great. I mean. Of the two. This isn't, the naming convention isn't obscure to me as somebody who knows about the great blue heron and the little green heron. Like we have that in the United States. Yeah. It's stupid, I know, but I want to know where he's getting these herons from and why his estates were named after these herons. This is a story that I must know more about. <laughs> and this is what I want me and Alex to be referred to as Big Heron, Little Heron. Which one's which? I'll be Big Heron. Okay, I'll be Little yeah. Heron. <laughs> Welcome to my estate. I am Little Heron. <laughs> My God. 
I guess that makes this me popular. <laughs> yeah, this is my business partner, Dog. Dog is horse. <laughs> dog is horse. <laughs> big, big heron does not know answer. Okay, sweet. <laughs> All right. This horse is about 14, was about, not still, because that would be insane. What's <laughs> about 14 three hands at the withers? Chestnut in color with markings that included a blaze and four white stockings. So super cute. That is super cute. She had foot sleeves. <laughs> Little foot sleeves. Aw. She sounds adorable. Mm -mm. I think I'm going to have to go to Google on this one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, there's no way you're getting it. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. And go. Ludzik? Nope. Castan? Mm, I'm not giving you that. That's not the full C name. Castanowicz? Yeah. No. Castanowski? Castanawi, Castanawi. Now take those words and look up horse with it. I did, and this is what it's giving me. Castanka. Uh. Yeah. Castanka. Okay. I, <laughs> I didn't. I just googled Polish for chestnut. Yeah, I could tell. That's why I didn't quite get there. I googled Polish chestnut horse. Is, you know what? That's a cool looking horse, though. Yeah. I like the socks. I like the high socks. Mm hmm. Alrighty. Are you ready for horse number two? Yes. I think so. This is a breed. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Specifically, this is a horse breed originating in the Netherlands. Okay. It's the Dutch warm blood. No. <laughs> okay. Yord. No. This is This is dog dog is horse. Dog is horse. Now we need dog is horse shirts. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, no, because I know that from now on, for the rest of our lives, we're just going to see each other and go, Doug is horse. <laughs> Doug is, you know what else we're going to say? We're going to be like, I work at Hagen Daz. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone gets me. <clears throat> there go the goddamn brownies. That was the one that I was... <laughs> Like, we talked about movie quotes, and then I saw a TikTok that was a quote from the movie The Burbs, and I realized how much I love the movie The Burbs, and that was the quote. As soon as his Trump's foot goes through that fucking floorboard. <laughs> oh, I lose it every time. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's such a real fucking reaction. Foot goes through the floorboard, immediately throw everything and fall. There go the goddamn brownies. <laughs> oh, kills me. All right, anyway. Although the confirmation of the breed resembles that of a light draft horse, these horses are graceful and nimble for their size. This 
isn't like the KWPN breed or whatever, is it? No. Is that a radio station? No. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe. <laughs> I shouldn't say no. You're listening to KWPN in the morning. <laughs> the whoopin. Watch news at night. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> Oh, it's believed that during the Middle Ages, ancestors of this horse breed were in great demand as war horses throughout continental Europe. Suffolk Punch? No, that's a real draft horse. Yeah. It's not a light breed. Through the early Middle Ages and high Middle Ages, their size enabled them to carry a knight in armor. Oh, damn. In, okay. In the late Middle Ages, however, heavier draft-type animals were needed. I know this one, but... Guess what? The information's gone. It has entered my brain. I know it was there. No mas. I will say, if you think about, like, a fantasy novel with a book on the cover, it's this horse. Like, Frisian. It is Uh, Frisian. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I was like, did you just say a book on the cover? What? that confused me. Wait, what? (laughs) Fantasy book with this on The the cover. With a, with the, the, with a thought, horse on the cover. Okay, what did I say? I, Hold on. Wait. I don't know. Now there's, I'm stroking out. There's no way to know. I don't know. There's, there's, there's no way. Nope. I will never know. Whatever you said, I heard book on the cover. And then I was like, bookception. I like I, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I got, yeah, I got really. <laughs> I don't get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my new favorite way ever to shut that one down. I don't get that joke. I'm just really angry. <laughs> you know what? I will take that one million times over the go on. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I will I never just... stop doing that. No, <laughs> she can't. She's contractually obligated at this point. Now I pay her to do it. I didn't even realize I was doing it. And then the other day I went really, I did it to Austin like three times. And the more flustered he got, the more I thought about him. <laughs> So good. Oh, man. All right. Are you ready for horse number three? Yes. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> this horse was an Irish-bred, British-trained, thoroughbred racehorse. Joey. No. <laughs> From War Horse. After a very successful season in 1981, he was retired to the Ballymeny Stud in County Kildare, Ireland. In 1983, he was stolen from the stud, and a ransom of two million pounds was demanded. It was not paid, and negotiations were soon broken off by the thieves. I swear, I just saw this article. Okay, I'm going to ask you a weird question. I don't remember the name at all, but is like, did they have like a last picture of this horse, and the last picture was just like a close up of his head, and you can see like the whites of his eyes and everything, and he's like clearly like all like oh like spastically looking at the camera, and they're like, "Here's the proof your horse is alive." I believe so. Yeah. Okay, I just saw this, and I've already forgotten his name. Cool. I I particularly really like his name because it sounds like just something I would say in general. You're not far. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> so, like something sort of Swedish chef sounding. <laughs> I like that. That's the way that you describe the way I speak. Something sort of Swedish chef sounding. Nice. Not wrong. Uh, <laughs> Durgan. No, but again, you're not far off. 
Claire Durgan. All right. Do you think we're going to go to Google on this one? This is a very cool one. Yes. Um, because they they don't they didn't recover the horse and its remains are somewhere. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it was one of those. That's like, what I mysteries. almost said. That I was like, just I don't want to do the quiz anymore. Just let me know how this story goes because I want to know. But now I kind of don't because it sounds yeah. like it ends badly. Yeah. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. I am ready. And go. Sugar. Sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is the picture that Alex is talking about. If I can get my face out of there. That's exactly the picture. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. I thought you yelled sugar. 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 Yeah. I was pretty close. Yep. Mm -hmm. It does sound like something Jenna would say. (laughs) Actually, that is 100%. If Jenna ever stumbled over the word. Yeah. If she ever stumbled over the word sugar, this is what would happen. (laughs) Oh, man. Terrible. Terrible, terrible story, but so intriguing. Yeah. I definitely suggest reading about it. I want to... Like, I want to know so badly because, like, hopefully it comes out in some sort of, like, book written, like, before one of the thieves dies in the next. It was 81. It could be any day now. Man, we should start a coffee account. Kofi, whatever it's called. And then, like, people can give us tips in order to, like, start a a horse true crime segment. They commission a segment and we'll do horse true crime. I love that. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. Horse crimes. Horse crimes. <laughs> no good horse thieves. Dirty, rotten horse stealers. And also horse murderers and yeah, other things. Yeah, this the mystery is what kills me with this one cuz like I know. You know it doesn't have mystery. What? The Spice World movie? Oh, no, oh, not no, really. Hold on, I bet there's mystery in that, right? Wasn't there? Wasn't yeah, well, I mean, it's more about friendship. Yeah. <laughs> what is mystery except friendship? No, that one doesn't. That doesn't Dude, say it, at Tim. All, finish it. <laughs> finish yeah, it. You gotta do it. This is this is my business partner, dog. Dog is dog horse. is horse. Uh. <laughs> No, there's no mystery in the barn. With but there the is metal. Oh. There is metal. Metal story. I wouldn't put a murder past them. Of yeah. crows? I wouldn't push a bunch of crows past them. I don't think I could. <laughs> it's hard to push a crow. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I could push one crow, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> right. But like, there's just one. I'll just push him. But if but there's a whole murder. Mm. It will fly away once you push him, I feel. Yeah. And I don't want that because I, I do want a crow best friend. Yeah. You know who else wants a crow best friend? You tell me. Moose John McGraw, Big Thick Martingale, and Beta Ray Philly. They all want crows, 
But the list doesn't stop there because Hot Lava SpaghettiOs also loves crows. Iron Meriden fucking loves crows so goddamn much. Dale Donuts the Third loves crows, circles around him all day, at least three times, I am told. <laughs> Dimebag loves crows. I mean, come on. Silver Flame freaking loves crows so goddamn much it's not even funny. And Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie loves crows. Ronnie, Ronnie does loves he, crows. Does he love crows, Tim? Ronnie loves crows. Yeah. Are you sure? No. <laughs> Ronnie loves ravens. He does. He <laughs> goes to the beat of his own hoof drums, or something. I like that about him. I really feel like this podcast is coming to an end, and not just because of the omen of all the crows gathering around mm. us as we wait. Those are vultures. Oh God! Well, noble you know turkey turkey vultures. Nature's cleanup crew. Well, this brings our podcast to an end. Similarly to the way that these turkey vultures are about to recycle our corpses back into the environment, and for that, I'm actually really thankful. So, if you want to give thanks to the turkey vultures, you can uh, listen to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted, share your observations of this positively academic podcast, like our turkey vulture facts. You can go to Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. And if you want to buy some radical shirts and things, go to DuckDuckJenna.com, America's favorite search engine to search for positively one thing. Merch to this yeah. show is <laughs> my favorite. If you want to take our relationship to the next level, get a metal horse in the barn, one that loves crows or ravens or really any other corvid, you can do that at singlethoughtconnection.com, T-H-O-T. If they don't like crows or ravens, just write in the comments what corvid they like, I guess. I don't know. There's a questionnaire, I assume. It doesn't matter. Anyways, we also have another veritable plethora of things to offer you, like content. I don't know, maybe hearse girls. If you want to find us on other podcasts, you can. We do them. If you like D&D, check out the Botch Podcast or Dungeons and Draken Beams. Yes. Hold on. I got to interrupt right here. I got to. Y'all take a walk for a minute. I got to talk to the listeners. All right. Oh, all right okay. All right. Listeners, all right. I know you've listened to a whole bunch of horse girls, and I know that you absolutely love Alex and Jenna, but if you want to know how supremely delightful they are, then go sign up for the Dungeons and Draken Beams Patreon. Because there is amazing, amazing stuff happening over there. All right, I'm going to bring them back now. Okay, y'all can come back now. Uh, so anyway, um, and that is my cheesecake recipe that no one else will ever hear. <laughs> Damn it. And I'm, I'm really glad to have given it to you. I'm, I'm just thankful that you gave it to me. I'm going to yeah. go make this right now. Fuck Worth yeah. It. You know? Oh, what, Tim? The outro. Worth it. I had to tell the masses. Oh. What did you tell them? Nothing. You'll never know. Ah. Well, well, you'll never get cheesecake. That's not, I'm cheese cooked. Oh, <laughs> got him. You saw what happened last time. <laughs> what is this? But the timeline's diverging again. I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fan site for Jenna, like twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L. That's right. That's where you can go to find Jenna, where she talks about all things except her cheesecake recipe. Do not ask her for that. Mm-mm. Won't give it. Wanna know, what, wanna know what happened to the last fucking person that asked for a cheesecake recipe? Same oh, thing that happened no. to the second L. Nobody knows. It's just gone. And it'll be gone forever. 
That second L is buried with Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> Sorry. You know what happened to that second L? We fucking sugared it. Oh, oh no. no. But if you like me can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice, he has voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horror, and Horror Shop Radio. And maybe something in the Dungeons and Dragon Beams Patreon, but I can't tell you anything about that. Anyways, if you think our episode art is hella cute, it is. That's because it was created and illustrated and made and also drawn and also posted <laughs> and also given to us by KCD, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for, re- for free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. <laughs> Horses, dog. No, wait. Dog is horse. Dog is horse.